you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. The game is football. The access is total. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast. the voice of today's special guest. Now, the letters of his name could stand for landmark talent or lavishly talented. You could call him laughably talented. Of course, if you ever hear him speak, and I highly suggest you do, you might think they stand for lofty truth seeker. If you ever tried to tackle him in the open field, you might assume they stand for likely turbocharged. But of course, they actually stand for Ladanian Tomlinson. Welcome back to the pod, LT. Thanks, Levy. Good to be on with you, buddy. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you making time for us today. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, five things that change this man's face. Because LT makes a stink face when asked about Mac Jones. Why is that? He raises an eyebrow at the mention of Zach Martin. LT's eyes narrow in the way of a thoughtful squint at the mention of Jonathan Taylor and his eyes narrow in the way of an angry glare at the mention of Kareem Hunt. Of course, his eyes widen and light up with joy when asked about Bryce Young. So let's do it. Let's dig in. I think that's five topics in all. Why don't we call it four quarters and an OT? Keep in mind that we have another special guest joining us later. Uh, we'll call that maybe post game. And that special guest is none other than Chris Johnson, CJ2K. Can't wait for that. I can't wait for his thoughts on what is happening to the running back's market and the running back position in the NFL. That's on the way. But first, quarter number one, the stink face. Why do you, LT, make that stink face when you hear criticism of what Mac Jones did in 2022? I believe it's unfair criticism. I mean, when you think about the fact that he had two former defensive coordinators um, being the co-offensive coordinator at, at that point where you would expect a young ascending quarterback would have someone a little bit more competent, if you will. I mean, think about 
guys like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, you know, they don't even think about the coordinator because they have built their relationship and they have, you know, a great relationship with their coordinators that they have been working with these guys for many years. Yet Mac Jones gets unfairly criticized because he couldn't make, uh, you know, he, he couldn't make it work with two defensive coordinators. Let's just be nice by just putting it plainly. Did you ever have a uh, secondaries coach uh, teach you how to put your foot in the ground and run? Did you ever have a, <laughs> a, a D-line coach uh, teach you how to block? No, no. It's outrageous, right? I mean, I, I, and it's unbelievable that we're having this conversation about a team led by the legend, the living legend, Bill Belichick, because it really did feel like such a miss. And when you saw it on the field, you saw what was clearly a leap of faith on Bill Belichick's part to entrust, you know, Matt with this job. And it's no disrespect to Matt, but it just, I mean, Matt Patricia, it just didn't come off. It just didn't come off at all. And we saw Mac Jones really kind of losing it, right? He lost it on the sidelines many times, and he was labeled as petulant. He was labeled as immature, and yet as a former player, you know very well the man was not put in a position to succeed. That has to be maddening to, to a team and to specific players when they just feel like there's no winning here. Of course, especially for a guy like Mac Jones, who comes from a winning college program in Alabama, historically national champions, Nick Saban may be the best college coach of all time. When you come from a structured, uh, stable program like that to what Mac went through last year, it's understandable why he was frustrated, why he was petulant at times. And I certainly, as a former player, understand that because I can fit in that category at certain times in my career as well. It's funny, I don't buy it, but I will take your word for it. That frustration added up to a record of 6-8, and 65.2 completion percentage. Uh, what, just south of 3,000 yards, 14 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. These are not numbers that jump off the page. I will remind the listener that in NFL history, Mac Jones is 66.5 completion percentage through his first two years, ranks second all time behind only, do you know who it is, LT? Behind no. only Joe Burrow. We know about Joe Burrow's now kind of already legendary accuracy. Well, Mac Jones is just a click behind. So clearly he is doing something right. Last question on Mac Jones. Please finish the following sentence. I wouldn't be surprised if the 2023 New England Patriots with Mac Jones under center did what? Uh, just become relevant again become a team that we see is ascending, maybe not make the playoffs this season, but certainly put themselves in position to contend uh, years down the road. Quarter number two, the raised eyebrow quarter. Jerry Jones labeled the absence of all everything O-lineman Zach Martin from Cowboys camp as disappointing and costly. LT, why does your eyebrow raise? Is it because Jerry is right to be worried? I think Jerry is right to be wary because he's been on those conversations, the negotiation at the negotiation table. And the fact that he, Jerry is coming out saying something tells me that things are not going well at the negotiation table. That's what it tells me. So my eyebrows are raised because maybe I don't see an end in sight. I don't know how this ends and it could be a disaster for a contending team like the Cowboys.
So Big D, in this case, does not stand for Dallas, does not stand for the old doomsday defense. This, in fact, stands for potential disaster as LT sees it. Bigger problem for Dak or in dollars. the absence. Or dollars. <laughs> or dollars, exactly, or lack thereof. And that may be the sticking point. Is the bigger disaster imminent in Zach Martin's absence, let's call it, in that construct? Is the bigger disaster for Dak Prescott or for Tony Pollard? I think it's Dak Prescott. Dak has the most pressure on him. Everybody want to see those turnovers come down from Dak. He's throwing interceptions in practice right now, training camp. Still a concern. Without your best lineman, without question, is Dak. Biggest fear for a quarterback in the NFL is pressure up the middle. You say it all the time. Zach Martin, as a guard, is there in the middle. That's Dak's biggest worry. That would be Dak's biggest concern. That becomes the biggest hole in the absence of Zach Martin, who, by the way, has eight Pro Bowls, six first-team All-Pro. This is a guy who you fully expect to welcome one, one day into Canton, correct? Yeah, he'll have a gold jacket. Okay, it's halftime, and for that, let me do a little housekeeping, reminding you that NFL Network is your home for preseason football. First two games were Thursday. We've got two more games tonight. Packers at Bengals at 7 p.m. Eastern, Broncos at Cardinals at 10 p.m. Eastern, and then no fewer than four games on Saturday with two rookie quarterbacks taking the spotlight. you got Titans visiting the Bears. That's game one starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. The Jets at Bryce Young's Panthers at 4 p.m. Eastern. Eagles at Ravens at 7, Chargers at Rams at 9. The other uh, rookie quarterback, by the way, of course, was Will Levis, who we expect to see in that first game. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And that takes us to quarter number three. LT, why do your eyes light up with joy at the mention of Bryce Young? I see something special in this kid. And, you know, so much was talked about the size and no one has ever been smaller, drafted number one and all this kind of thing. Well, have you ever thought that if if it is the case of him being the first to be drafted, number one, being that small, he must be special? Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> the forgotten, that, forgotten context for that decision, <laughs> that there's a reason that we're taking this risk on a small player. It's because he's got some magic in that arm, and you seem to think that he's got a little magic in that brain as well. He really does. When you just watch him, just play from the pocket, Lavy. He's so poised. He never gets sped up. We see it all the time. Quarterbacks, they, you know, a rush comes, they get sped up, look out of control, throw interception. He never seems to get that way. And then he processes information so quickly to understand where he needs to go with the ball. The ball comes out of his hand with the zip. I think we're going to see an Andrew Luck type of performance in his rookie season. Andrew Luck type of performance. Let's put a finer point on that. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I seem to recall that in his first three seasons, he had double-digit wins, possibly 11 in two or all three of those first three seasons, and playoff runs in each of those first three seasons. Are you suggesting that this team could be a playoff contender right away? Gee, are you bullish on the Panthers? I I think they absolutely, because I, I think they have as good a chance as, as any to win that division. I, I really believe that. And if that's the case, sure, they're going to make the playoffs. Now, how now how much are they going to contend in the NFC? I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure that they're ready for, for that type of prime time yet. But in that division, I expect them to compete, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won it. And I shouldn't be reductive in my translation of what you're saying because, yes, I went right to the do, do they make the playoffs as if somehow that's the only metric for success. LT is talking about what he sees in this young man, his ability in the pocket, his skill set as a quarterback, but also his ability to lead men. And I think that's what you're talking about. And whether that turns into a playoff run this season or not doesn't change the fact that LT's eyes light up at the mention of Bryce Young. And I should think that Panthers fans agree with you on that one. Quarter number four, the thoughtful squint. Why do your eyes narrow with concern over the mention of my fellow Badger, Jonathan Taylor's name? What is your advice to this young man in this moment? Well, Jonathan Taylor has all the leverage um, that he needs right now to demand a, a new contract for his services. Uh, I think he's going about it the right way right now, withholding his services from the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor has clearly outplayed that contract, and I don't think it's fair for him to be one of the best running backs in the National Football League, call it one of the best players, young ascending players under the age of 25, um, to be, you know, shortchanged like he is. So I, I think this is the perfect move for him. He's left camp, and if I'm being honest, I wouldn't come back unless I had a new deal or they traded me. If you are rolling your eyes at all, listener, at the suggestion that LT is making that a player as young as Jonathan Taylor has all the leverage, you may want to remind yourself of Johnny T's stats. Three seasons, 
He has 756 rushing attempts, and he has racked up 3,841 yards. He has 33 rushing touchdowns in those three seasons. That is an average rough estimate of just south of 1,300 yards a year and 11 touchdowns a year. That's just on the rushing side. This is a versatile running back who has also racked up 104 receptions and 800-plus yards in those three seasons. He can hurt you in many different ways, ergo the leverage that LT is talking about. LT, are you hopeful? on Jonathan Taylor's behalf as a as a fellow member of the running backs union do you think that a deal will be made or are you concerned that this may end up being a season long holdout well i'm i'm very hopeful um i'm somewhat optimistic not very just because when i hear jim ursay talk he doesn't sound like he even care about giving jonathan taylor a deal and that's concerning it, it really is um Mr. Ursay, I don't know if you've watched your football team the last few seasons, but you guys wouldn't have been very good without Jonathan Taylor. And when he hasn't been on the field, you haven't been good without Jonathan Taylor. So, I mean, that should tell you all you need to know. Pay that man. Yes, exactly. Uh, what's my? What was that line from that movie, Rounders? Pay that man his money. Let's Let's <laughs> pay that man his money. And finally, overtime, the angry glare. And this is a lateral step because we're going to stay on topic here. LT, why do your eyes narrow with something like bitterness at the suggestion that Kareem Hunt may be a pawn in a Colts game of leveraging the aforementioned Jonathan Taylor and in the face of a holdout, the likes of which Jonathan Taylor is engaged in right now, it's not very difficult to interpret the move of bringing Kareem Hunt in. What would your suggestion to Kareem Hunt be in this moment about his next move as a valuable asset to some NFL team, should it be this NFL team? Well, I'll tell Kareem, look, look I, I don't want to count your money, and I certainly don't want to tell you to not take a contract that's on the table for you. However, I, I, I think there comes a time as a running back group that you need to stand up for each other. And from everything that we hear lately, these running backs have been getting together, getting on a Zoom call to strategize how they go about changing the running back market. So with that being said, Kareem knows exactly what's going on with Jonathan Taylor right now. Jonathan is seeking a contract. If Kareem signs with the Colts, that hurts Jonathan Taylor, his feather, his fellow brother of the running back position. So I would suggest to Kareem, if you have an offer from the Saints, then take the offer from the Saints instead of the Colts. So that as a whole, as a running back brother, you help one of your brothers get that contract that he so desperately deserves. And you might end up creating a different system for how running backs think of helping each other out. Translation, running backs in the NFL, you've had your Zoom. Now it may be time to lower the boom. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, 
you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and welcome to the uh, post-game show. Isn't that what we decided to call it? Four quarters and an OT with the Hall of Famer Ladanian Tomlinson, and now a very special post-game with a very special guest. He's the pride of the Titans. No, not those Titans. The Olympia High School Titans in Orlando, Florida. He's the pride of the Pirates. The East Carolina Pirates in Greenville, North Carolina. He's the pride of the Jets, the Cardinals, and okay, yes, those Titans too. This man has clocked 10-3 in the 100, 21-2 in the 2, and famous 424 in the combine 40 he was a pro bowler an all pro started his career with six straight thousand yard seasons including the 09 campaign that made this man his name you know him as cj2k you know him as chris johnson Welcome to the pod, good sir. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate you being a good here. Good intro. <laughs> well, listen, your nickname, CJ2K, is empirically one of the cooler nicknames in NFL history. But in a way, it's unfair. In a way, it's reductive because it limits our scope of your career and our memory of your exploits to just one season. That's not fair at all. What are you most proud of in your career? Um, honestly, I get asked that a lot. I, I'm most proud of just making it. Like, that was my dream coming up. I wanted to get drafted. I wanted to go to the NFL, be a superstar. I wanted to be a first-rounder. And for me to actually make that happen, that, like, that day probably was, like, one of the best days of my life. Is there anything you want back? Yeah. If you could do it all over again, are you one of those guys who says, now I would do everything exactly the same way again because I ain't that guy? No, nah, I think um, it's one thing. I would, when I left Tennessee... I would have went to Baltimore instead of the Jets. Interesting. Why? Um, I just feel like the situation wasn't right. I was told a lot of things that didn't play out right. But um, me looking back on things and me, I, I feel like I um, fit way better with Baltimore um, offense that year. 
very, very interesting. Ravens fans hearing this just spike to their phones thinking, yeah. are you telling me we could have had him? Are you telling me we could have had him? Yeah, it, it, it was a it was a situation. I, I feel like because um, people, they were asked, they were like, OK, knowing those things, why didn't you choose to go there? But it was things that happened within the time. So um, I was went to New York went for my visit met the coaches Rex ryan all those things and then i was um baltimore was the next visit but baltimore they told me um they didn't want me to come up there for no visit and then they just wanted me to sign with them so that was kind of like a deal breaker yeah for me. yeah absolutely yeah it's in a way it's kind of a a gentle but kind of like sad reminder that this really is a team game because if it was tennis or golf mm. you would have signed the deal that made best sense for you but you were told how you were going to be used within a team frame within a team scheme and it doesn't always play out the way you're told does yeah, it yeah yeah then and then at the time ray rice was there so yeah. i'm like man they got ray rice already right. and, and the jets they didn't have like just a premier guy like that that was um a solidified starter so i ended up going to the jet i want to ask you about east carolina you went back and got your degree from mm -hmm. east carolina what 2020 2021 just very recently yeah, a yes. couple years ago yeah yeah a couple years, years ago. ago um what inspired that move was that a promise you made to yourself or to someone else um not really it was like it was kind of like my um advisor in college she always used to tell me like i'm gonna make sure you graduate you're gonna graduate but it was going in one ear and not the other because i'm like yeah i'm just here to make it to the end yeah, you had your eyes on like something this. else at the time yeah so um so i ended up leaving school um going playing my career and then i got a call um from east carolina and i made the um east carolina hall of fame so when i go there to get the award the acceptance speech and all that guess who's there the advisor yeah the advisor was there and to, was, remind to remind you of what like, she yeah, had told you all back then yeah she was like yeah i'm gonna make sure i told you i was gonna make sure that you graduate you're done with the lead now this and that so i'm gonna help you get back in school would you do that for me and i was like um yeah i'm gonna do that so you know shout out to margaret clayton she she helped me do that Margaret Clayton, well done. I, there's a name check that nobody expected on this podcast or any other show today. That's amazing. That's the best one of the day. I want to throw a date your way and see if you remember the significance of September 20th, 2009. Now, we know 2009 is significant because that was the year that you topped 2,000 yards rushing. An extraordinary accomplishment. Puts you on a very, very short list of people. Do you remember September 20th? Week two. Week two. Remind me. Houston Texans okay for the team it was an L but yes. for Chris Johnson it was a dub a triple dub three right. touchdowns mm -hmm. 57 yard touchdown run in the first quarter they run CJ he's got the 45 to 50 the 45 to 40 the 35 to 30 the 25 to 20 15 10 5 it's a touchdown Titans a 69 yard touchdown reception in the first quarter quick throw Johnson wide open 91-yard touchdown run in the third, which suggests that you, what, took the second and fourth quarters off? Way to go. Way to go, slacker. They give it to CJ going up the middle. He's got the 10, the 15, the 20, the 30, the 40, midfield, 40, 
Um, your cleats from that game are in the Hall of Fame. You did lose that game 34-31, which is probably what you as a, as a competitor would remember. But do you remember what you did on the third touchdown, the 91-yard touchdown run? Do you remember what you did when you got into the paint? I probably threw the ball in there. Um, you threw in, the in, ball in the, up the into the crowd. Yeah. Yes, you did. I got did. fined for that, too. Well, you got fined for it? Yeah. Okay, well... I can make you. Uh, I can make you one promise. I cannot promise that you're going to get back the money that you had to pay for that uh, that terrible infraction of right. throwing the ball into right. the stands. How dare you celebrate with the fans who paid good money to be there? How right. dare you do that? But I can promise you that you're going to get the ball back wow. because you lost the cleats from that game. Where are they in Canton in the Hall of Fame? My yeah. brother is the one who caught that ball, and he told me when I called him yesterday. He said, "Listen, you tell Chris." That it's my graduation present for him. Oh, wow. Is that ball. He doesn't want anything in return. He just wants you to have that ball back. So that ball's coming your way. Oh, man. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Here's what's coming your way. You knew this was coming. This is what I want to talk about, and then we'll call it a day. Let's talk about the state of the running back, Chris. Right. How worried are you about the running back's market? How worried are you about the running back position? Um, I've been worried for a while now. Um, just looking at it, I knew it was going to get to this point. Because if you look around the league and you look at the players and what they're getting paid, it seemed like everybody is continue to go up and up. Their their number is going up, and the running back is the only number that continue to goes down. Um, they talk about around the league, it's a passing league, it's not a running back lead and things like that. Um, but the running back does so much for the offense. Like we have to block. So the quarterback can throw the ball. We have to catch the ball out of the backfield sometimes. We got to line up wide, catch the ball out there, and we still have to run the ball. And we take all the most hit. We take the most brutal beating on the whole entire team for us to be getting paid the less. Um, it just never made sense to me. I heard recently that you have started to counsel young players to maybe rethink playing the running back position. What is the better alternative? And is it purely a financial decision to, to counsel these young players that way, or is it because of the beating that running backs take? No, nah, I wouldn't necessarily say the beating because you know it's football. Damn it's right. a man sports. It's a violent sport. You know what you're getting into before you play this game. Um, you start at a young age, and you've been hitting since then. Mine is just straight financially-wise. Like, it just baffles me to see, like, you might have a running back, say you have a running back in year 12, 13, and he's probably playing vet minimum. But you have this same guy that plays receiver or cornerback, and he's probably making $14, $15 million. Like, y'all probably came in at the same time. It's just, it's just lopsided. It don't make sense. It really is. And I think it should be a cautionary tale to anyone who hears it that Chris Johnson, CJ2K is counseling young players to reconsider playing the running back position, the position that he refined at his best. He's saying to these young players, you may want to consider what? Playing in the secondary? Playing in the slot? Playing right. wide receiver? And receiver. Receiver, cornerback, something like that. What do you think the problem is? Do, are we giving up on running backs too soon? Is it a contract thing? If, the, if you're a first-round guy, you don't really have a say until year four or year five. Right. And then, as a front office and as a coaching staff, that's a right about the time that we're drafting your replacement, if right. not earlier. Right, right. Yeah, so I feel like that's definitely the problem. I feel like it's waiting too long to pay these guys. Um, they're saying that we're getting older quicker than we really, really are. We get play into, look at Adrian Peterson. 
probably play, I think, play probably 14, 15 years or whatever. But I think if we could do something with the CBA and probably start paying us at the running back position a little bit earlier, probably like after year three, you're still in your prime and everybody's happy on both sides. I think it's important to hear what Chris said a little bit ago, which is the burden that these players at the running back position shoulder in the NFL game on NFL fields. RB1s, and you were an RB1 your whole career, you guys are at minimum 25 plus percent of a team's touches and a team's yards. And on your best seasons, you're well into the mid-30s and higher. And that's an extraordinary burden to carry when you consider what a team was able to accomplish over 16 games in your day, 17 games now. We're giving up on the position too early. Is the answer that you guys should be able to sign shorter deals right from the off, right from your rookie season? Yeah, that's the answer. That is I the answer. I feel like that's the answer because if I if I sign a new deal after year three, I'm still in my prime. And you're going to still get – if y'all going to write us out after seven years, you're still going to get four more years out of me. Christian McCaffrey is the top paid running back in the NFL. Do you realize that he is not in the top 100 contracts in the NFL? The number one running back in the – where's the camera? Where's my ISO? uh, uh, Maurice Jones-Drew would say, where's my single? The number one, the top-paid running back in the NFL is not in the top 100 NFL contract. Can you believe that? Does that make you sick to your stomach? It does. It It should, right? It don't surprise me, though. We're the lowest-paid group, the position group. The tight ends make more than us. The D-linemen, the offensive linemen, the receivers, the quarterbacks, everybody make more than us. The tight ends. So it don't surprise me at all. Thank you for your thoughts on that. Let's turn to potentially, potentially a happier subject, your Tennessee Titans. Finish the sentence, Chris. I wouldn't be surprised if the 2023 Tennessee Titans did what? What's the ceiling? What's the best you can hope for as a Titans player, a Titans fan, a Titans coach, a member of Titans Nation? Tighten up. What does that mean in 2023? Make it to the Super Bowl. You think so? Yeah, because the years that we had Derrick Henry run the ball and A.J. Brown on the outside creating mismatches, we was going towards there. Like, we was going deep in the playoffs. And now we got D-Hop back. I think we got we got that regiment back. I love this. Is Ryan Tannehill the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans? Yeah, he has no choice. He has no choice. But I should think you respect the man and the play. I think he's one of the most ov- overlooked, underrated quarterbacks. I think he's a very athletic quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think he tends to be dismissed. The drafting of Malik Willis, the recent drafting of Will Levis suggests that somehow he's surplus to requirements. And yet, when I think of the Tennessee Titans, and I think about them a lot because my brother is a t- Tennessee Titans season ticket holder, I see Ryan Tannehill as unquestionably the leader of that offense. Am I overstating that? Um I would say Derrick Henry is the leader of that offense. Fair enough. I am overstating. You're right. Number 22, give him some love. Number 22 is the leader of that offense. But Ryan, the offense that they run, he's fit that offense well. And I think he's overlooked a lot because he's not the guy that's going to drop back and throw the ball all over the field. He's not going to give you 4,000, 5,000 passing yards a year. So he's definitely overlooked in that aspect. Okay, uh, there's no need for a translation, listener. You heard what Chris Johnson just said. 
that yes, he wouldn't be surprised if it all came together in Tennessee. This team that you overlooked, this team that you think is what, second best to the Jags now in the AFC South? Think again, says Chris Johnson. Don't be surprised if it all comes together that they end up in Vegas, baby. That's right, Super Bowl 58. Aim high, you're likely to hit something good. I want to thank today's very special guest, Chris Johnson, CJ2K. That ball is coming your way. Thank you. Our love goes with you wherever you go. Thank, thank you, bud. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much for joining us today, listener. Ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.